TheNext.com Show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, B-O-G-K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Here we are with the second edition of the Pulp MX Show Roundtable Podcast. We have to thank Hales or Scoops for this because she's the one pushing for this whole thing. So go ahead and say hello. Hey, what's up? Next, <laughs> we have Jason Rambo. Hey, what's going on? Jason, how do you, uh, where do you come in on this whole deal? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I was kind of pushing for it, and I emailed Steve a couple times, and he said, hey, if we do it, you're in. I was like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Bears. Jared. Hello. What's up, Hello. dude? Not much. How are you? Great. Thank you for asking. And last, we have the one and only Corey the Milkman Mosier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just, like, just like Weege does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Great. <laughs> so, we've got everyone here on the line. We're going to get down to business. Hales, you're, uh, you're running the ship, so go ahead and uh, take it away. All right. Well, um, first off, let's kind of start with uh, best guest and, and or the worst guest that you guys can think of so far this year on the show. Who, uh, who would Oof. you like to go first, or do you care? I usually come second. <laughs> you come second, yeah. <laughs> It's kind of hard to pick a best one, man. There's been so many cool guys on the show. I mean, you can't really pinpoint one guy, can you? It, I bet Moser can. Oh, well, I yeah, mean, we yeah. know what answer's coming there. A given. I think Cole Steely was the best guest on the show. Cole Steely for sure. Just saying. Of course. Of course. Wow. Um, and the worst? The Great Western, the 100th episode of Great Western Bank Team is going to be, that's pretty hard to beat, like, to have all those guys in studio. Like, a studio guest seems to, like, they have more interaction with what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. obviously they can react to each other, and are they going to play off one another better? Um, uh, that, that was probably my favorite. That was, that was probably one of my favorite moments and experiences on the Pulp Show thus far, was getting to, to witness that whole deal. Yeah. What was, uh, Tits, because you were in studio, what was the difference between JT calling in and then JT in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, J, JT's great regardless whether he's on the line or, or in studio, but the, just to, to watch the dynamic between him and Steve was, was great, and there was a lot of uh, hand gestures and unkind uh, you know, motions to each other and stuff like that. It was, uh, it was good times. <laughs> Good time. Mm-hmm. So, did anybody come think... with the worst guest? I I know the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind was it wasn't one guest; it was two, and it was when we had the Cox versus Dan Dunes deal. That was uh, I literally that was I, I wanted to blow my brains out the whole time. That... <laughs> I'm not a fan of Dan Dunes. I think the guy's a douchebag, but that was a terrible, terrible show. That mm-hmm. was horrible. Yep. I actually got a like tweet from somebody asking. No, I don't like Dan at all. Yeah, I got a tweet from somebody asking why he wasn't going to be included in on this. <laughs> you should have. I was, I'm a fan of Dan Dunes, but the problem with that was just like, it drug on way, way, way too long. I think mm-hmm. that was most of the problem. Yeah, I'll second that. I think he was trying to lag about halfway through it. He got... Well, hell, Kenny even walked out of the studio at one point, didn't he? He did, yep. He uh, he was the only winner in that whole situation. He got up and left. He said, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I, I applaud Kenny enough. for that. That mm-hmm. That's probably the smartest move of that whole show. All right. Um, so was that worse overall? Everybody agree? I agree. Yeah, I yep. think so. Yep. All right. Well, I think um, is, what's, a, what's a runner-up, though? I mean, we've got to come up with something else besides that, because I think yeah. that's universally uh, it's like... Run- 
runner-up. Who's that guy from New York that they called who had all those terrible motor stories? Stillwell. What was his name? Stillwell. Yeah, Stillwell. That was terrible. That was god-awful. I wanted to blow my brains out. It's so his, bad. His voicemails, the first few ones, were great. But yeah, as soon as he got on the air, he was he was a dead fish. It was uh, not not going not going well at all. No, I could that hear in headlights that later, Nairi would kill. Mm-hmm. So then, going off of that, do you guys think that maybe you, we shouldn't call people who leave voicemails like ever? I no, I don't. I, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. That that's hard to say. I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that really impressed me. Um, so I'm not sure about that one, actually. There's a lot of hype around Stowell, but he just didn't didn't quite deliver. That may have been the main didn't problem. De- Too much Didn't hype. deliver at all. Mm-hmm. No, definitely didn't. As many friends um, as the guy has, maybe he's one of those people that's cool in person but just doesn't really flow on the phone. I'm yeah. not sending for yeah. him. I don't know him personally, but I'm just saying it seems like the guy has a lot of friends, you know. I mean, he's had a lot of people call and tweet in about how great he is, but he just was a dud on the phone. He was terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Sorry, still I think his good. stories are more, like, animated, so if you saw, like, him actually telling them, it might be better. Yeah. I'll go for uh, third runner-up. Yeah. Um, Michael Byrne was, I don't know if he was off that night. Like, Burner's a cool guy. But uh, it was not a good interview. Can I say tied for third is probably Jimmy Button? Not, not, a, not really. Not, not, I like not a high, I like Button. The actual content is fine, but the the energy level was uh, he's you know didn't do it for me. But yeah, that's just kind of how he is. But no, I agree. Sure. Like yeah, but he's got a lot of good info. But you're right, he's kind of like a monotone. Hey, easy that's on the good. coughs, huh? I'm sorry, can't help it. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Easy on the what? The coughs. Jared keeps coughing into the phone. Oh, what are you doing? I work in a dusty warehouse all day long, so. All right, fair enough. All right, moving along. All right, moving on. Um, somebody wanted to know if the on-again, off-again feuds between Kenny and Steve were real or if Kenny's just bipolar. I think it's a fifty-fifty, but I, I believe Peter would have more insight into that than anybody. I I wouldn't go so far as to say Kenny is bipolar. Kenny likes to push Steve's buttons. Like before, probably half of the shows, at least when it comes to nationals, Steve will ask Kenny, "Did you watch the race?" And Kenny will be like, "Nah, I didn't have time to watch it." And it's like, "Okay, so great. You know what am I supposed to talk to him about now?" And then, fifteen twenty minutes into the show, he starts offering up info that you would have only known if you watch the race and Steve realizes that at that time that he actually did watch the race and Kenny just likes to push the buttons. I think it's hilarious. You know, I get to watch the whole thing and uh, the, watching the two of them, there are times where they actually do get heated with each other. Mostly when Steve says anything pretty much at all about Hanny, uh, <laughs> Kent does not like that whatsoever, even if it's supposed to be uh positive. Um, yeah. So they, I think it they, goes, they I think it do, goes they do both go ways. Out. I think that Steve pushes Watson's buttons just as much as he. Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. Pretty equal there. Mm-hmm. But well, I, I think they're a match made in heaven. Two of them. One more time. I said it's almost a contest between the two of them. It seems like they uh, they like doing it, but it's I don't know. It's good entertainment. It, uh. I, I think that's why Steve and Kent do it because they they know that it gets people going and uh, makes for good radio. Listening to people argue. As long as it's not too, you know, 45 minutes long about uh, whether someone was or was not at a race or something like that. So, yeah. I think they feed off each other pretty good. Like, you know, I've been listening since day one, and the, the whole massive Lindsay thing wasn't that good. And then once Watson came on as a guest and then started coming on studio. You know, it's just pure gold, pure entertainment. So I think, I think Kenny's good for the show. I think you know, like I said, they feed off each other really good. So yeah. All right. Nice yin and yang. The yin and yang. The yin and yang. <laughs> it's like it's like Moser and Shorty. No, not at all. Because too, those too are really polar <laughs> <on the side. laughs> 
<laughs> brothers from another mother. <laughs> I just want to know, Moser, when you go someplace, do you hang out with Shorty, like, all the time? Like, at a race? Like, no, just not even at a race. Just, like, do you go the day before a race and just, like, have dinner with him or anything? No, no, no. But I'm his shadow at a race, for sure. <laughs> I've seen it. Okay, next one. Uh, what about video? Do you guys think Pulp Show would be good with video, bad with video? I don't think We don't that... know because we've never seen it. Yeah. Milkman, you've been in here in the studio before. What What do you think? Um, there's a lot happening that's not, like, obviously happening over the mics or whatever, like over the airways. Um, I don't see any harm in coming from, like, I was, I was kind of bummed they didn't play the video that they taped or they didn't post it somewhere that everybody could watch. I don't see any downside to it. I'm not saying you guys should go video all the time per, per se, but, um, you know, I think it'd be interesting. I think fans would like it. Uh, like I said, there's a lot happening in the room with, all these crazy hand signals that nobody understands. And I don't know, it's like people are coming and going, especially Kenny's getting up and leaving. And people never even realize he's left the conversation other than he hasn't said anything for a while. And he's gone for who knows how long and to do whatever and then comes back. Sure. I don't know. I, I think, I'm not, I, think I don't know if I'd watch it all the time, but I think they should post a video at least. I yeah, think I, I would definitely watch it all the time. Video with an in studio guest. I, I think I agree with that. The only time that I think that it would actually be worth it is if you had at least one guest, but maybe like you know when when we did the uh, all the you know the Vegas uh, the Friday night the Vegas shows, show with, yeah with those, Jay with JT and Nick Way would have been gold yeah. on video like that would have been awesome that would have been great. But the regular week to week shows, um, I don't think people would enjoy it as much as they think they might. Um, you know, just watching them. Most of the time, they really are. They're just sitting there. Kent's just looking at the computer, watching the the forum or the chat room the whole time. He's not getting up or doing anything, and you know, Steve's just running his deal. It's not 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 very action packed. But you, you get some guests in the studio. I think that'd be a different story. Okay. Um, All right. One sec. Wait. One sec here. Right. Somebody um, has to steer this this steer the ship. Peter, you have to either like, address people with comments. Can we stop talking over each other or something here? All right, that's fine. Um, but by the way, to, to answer your question, I don't think, at least from what I understand so far, that video will be coming. Um, as far as that, the, the the pilot that we shot, I'm not going to lie. I was really hoping I was going to like it, and it wasn't that great because it's really hard to cut down You know, a three-hour show down to 22 minutes. So there's a lot of stuff that gets you know left out and whatnot. So that that was the main downfall as far as the show goes. Now whether you actually have a live stream or not, you know, who knows? Yeah. Can I ask okay. what happened to that? Why didn't it go? Why didn't it? What was the disagreement there? Does uh, anybody well, know? Not, enough, well, not enough money. Not enough money. Yeah, I, that's really what it came down to. Was, I was some, some no, but. That's actually what it was, is we would have had to give up a lot of things that would have been more structured, and the money that was, from what I understand anyway, I could be wrong, the money that was originally um, agreed upon was uh, changed down the line, and so uh, Steve and Kent both just said, sorry, nope, you know, it's, it's, it's not worth it. So Steve went from shopping from Lambos to Priuses, right? <laughs> to to, to <laughs> Honda, Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> Um, what are you guys' ideas, if you have any, for maybe making the show uh, a little less, you know, routine, maybe at the beginnings, or getting more in-studio guests, or what are some things that can make the show better? Bears. Um, you know what, to be honest, I like to show how it is. I, I couldn't, I don't, I don't even, I can't even pinpoint one thing that I would change about it. Um, I mean, it's something different every week pretty much, like, with the different guests, and, like, you never know what Kenny's going to do, and you never know what Steve's going to say to get Kenny pissed off. I honestly would not change one thing at all, to be honest. That's why you're a fan, right? You like it the way it Huge is. Huge fan. That's right. Rambo. Um, the only idea I would, I would like to throw in there is maybe on content is <laughs> maybe, like, once a month, like when the show's running on a regular basis during Supercross season or something, 
the show that Kenny and Steve kind of did like a throwback deal where they were talking about old stories and stuff, uh, you know, back when they were wrenching. That was pretty entertaining. I know they don't think so because they were there and lived it, but to the people that haven't heard those stories, it really was entertaining. I mean, if, you know, maybe once once a month they could do at the end of the show, just, you know, spend the last half hour talking about something funny that, that happened between the two of them or while they were wrenching or while they were racing or something, I think that'd be cool. All right. Milkman? No, we'll throw it to Hales. Hales? <laughs> Um, I want to say that if they could get more in-studio guests, that'd be awesome, especially during off-season, because I know it's not going to be, like, regular show anymore, but if it, like, comes back and every once in a while you have a good in-studio guest, like, I don't know, like, Chad Reed would be a really good one, or bring uh-huh. somebody in just for a couple of days and do an in-studio with them, that'd be really cool. Other than that, I love it, though. Yeah, I, there, there are definite hurdles to, to get over when you're doing that, but I, I agree that the more in-studio guests, the better. It's better dynamic, yeah. better better show. I think Kerry Hart's a good uh, in-studio guest. I always like his insight because, you know, it's from a different point. It's from a team owner, and as a businessman, you know, it's not so much from a rider's point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I've always respected Kerry Hart, so. Sure. Hales? So do you guys think that maybe... They should bring in more people than, or interview more people than just riders, kind of scope out all aspects of the sport. I think so. I think I don't mind hearing from team owners and whatnot because it's a different perspective and you hear about kind of more about the business side and whatnot. So I think it's a good idea. I, if I may interject, I think that his podcasts fill that void. Most of the time, the, the, the shows are supposed to be about you know, the races and the riders and stuff like that. And, you know, Steve does his podcast to, you know, really get the behind the, you know, the in-depth story, you know, with the industry people and junk like that. Now, if we yeah. should put some more, you know, on the actual show itself, then uh, I'm sure that he'd be open to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good point. So, Go ahead, so, Bears. Uh, I know that some people have been complaining about the amount of time that the two spend talking about the actual race, especially if it just happened that last week. Are are you talking about that they don't spend enough time? Yeah. A lot of people are saying that they don't spend enough time and that they rush to their guests. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, Milkman. Uh, I think they cover it well enough. I mean, most of us have watched the race or at least read several race reports or watched highlights. So, I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear about the stuff that we haven't read about, like some sort of behind-the-scenes anything. But, I mean, I don't want to cover it lap by lap because I already know what happened more or less. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think they need to go into too much depth, especially if I mean, Kenny's not there. So, you know, I mean, they can only, uh, they can only talk about so much, right? Rambo, you got you got an opinion on that? Uh, I pretty much second what he said because, I mean, unless Steve's, Steve's always at the races, if he's got something behind the scenes that we don't know about, that'd be cool to hear about. But other than that, I mean, it's kind of hard not to catch a race. You, you know, it surprises me. I'm not a super hardcore fan, but, you know, I read all the articles on Racer X and listen to Steve's podcasts and watch the races and stuff like that, but for the amount do of... You read Racer, do you read Racer Head, though? I, I do. I, I was chastised okay. for it, and I have, uh, you know, I started reading it. I said, I'm not to, not to you know, skip that one. So, anyway, what, what I was talking about was the questions that I get for for my segment, it blows my mind some of the questions, and it's like, if you were even a remote fan of this sport, you should know the answer to this. I mean, I, I'm not privy to much inside info, so it's not like, you know, I know many things that other people don't. And it. so I guess what it comes down to is the people who listen to the show aren't necessarily the, you know, the ones who have time to, you know, they may have not been able to catch the race or, you know, read the interviews and, and junk like that. So I think there could be some validity to wanting to cover the race a little bit more. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people aren't saying, you know, do a complete recap, but I think that they listen to the show and sometimes they only kind of mention, you know, 
so-and-so 150s, so-and-so 150s, and then they move on. So I think that people want maybe a little more, I don't want to say recap, but maybe a little more insight onto anything interesting that happened during the race. You know, another thing, I know when Steve's scheduling these shows, he sends out a number of texts to people, and sometimes people don't respond until later, so he'll schedule a show and have, you know, maybe just three guests, and then people will respond later in the day, and then they'll be like, yeah, I'll come on. he doesn't want to, you know, tell them no or, or sorry or anything like that, so then that's when we end up getting, you know, four or five guests on a show, and that really cuts down on the amount of time that you have to talk about the racing because you have to get into the, you know, to get into the guests and stuff like that. That's not an always thing, but um, I know that that happens probably more often than not. Doesn't mean you should skip over the race highlights. Yep, that's what they do. (laughs) Yeah. So do you guys think that there should be, like, I don't know, like a theme or something with the guests and how they're run? So maybe just one week do uh, the, the top that you can get on the show and then one week do like the guys that made the best improvement from the last week or do you guys think that the guests are good the way they are? Good the way they are. Bears? Good the way they are. I Rambo? think they're good the way they are. I don't think I don't think it should change. Rambo? Good the way they are. Stick with the format. There you yeah, go. it's pretty random. Yeah, oh. random's good. All right. Uh, do you guys so that was, actually that was, like... That was... That was that was a horrible what? question, Scoops. I, I'm just throwing <laughs> shit out there. Can you reference that one? Who yeah. asked that question? That was a horrible question. Okay. That, that was um, Let's blame that, um, one. blame that one on Peter. By, 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 yeah. <laughs> by the way, the, the one of the few shows that we did that was themed was the uh, Great Western Bank show, and that was one of the best of all time. So I don't think that it's oh. necessarily you know, a bad idea, but... I think yeah, it, I'm not it saying was only every great week. because uh, you know you can't you that can't use that show to compare to the other ones though. That show was off the hook. I mean that was yeah, that show was great. Rainbow. That was classic. I love that show. That was a good one. Yeah. Name a bad in like three in studio guests. Name a bad show with three in studio guests. There, Peter. Name a bad show where we had at least three in studio guests. Yes. Uh, there's only been probably four shows total. So I and they were probably the four <laughs> four best shows. They were. Some of the best, yep. Thank you. <laughs> um, do you guys think that the show needs to bring in a little more of the amateurs? No. No. Nope. No, not at all. Keep it pro. Keep Although, it pro. I will say, Adam Cincerillo is a great guest. That dude blows my mind how, you know, how well-spoken he is. And uh, yeah, he, he's I'll one of the this. few. Yep. Ingri nailed it on the head. He, I mean, Cincerello, he talks better than half the pros. That make I, I'd, the I'd say probably like, three quarters He's so well-spoken. It doesn't matter how well he's going to do, like, racing-wise. He's just going to, like, the sponsors are going to eat him up. Like, oh, I agree. He's very very marketable. Like, you forget how old he really is when you listen to him speak. He's, he's a great interview for sure. Do you think that's a result of his, his sponsorships now, though, with Team Green and stuff? No, um, like, no. I, I think so. it's his upbringing. A lot of those young time. kids turn out super awkward. Like, I mean, he's homeschooled, but he he can, he would carry a conversation. He's probably more well spoken than all of us put together. Speak for um, yourself, man. Uh, it's just like personality, I guess. I don't know. It, Hales, do you are you familiar with any other uh, amateurs that would even hold a candle to, to Cincero when it comes to holding a uh, you know a conversation? You know, I don't really, I don't talk to the amateurs that much, so I have no idea who's good with with conversations and stuff. But I bet there would be a couple other different guys who are, you know, interesting to talk to at least. But you would have to probably talk to Weege about that because he's more the amateur dude. Sure. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Do you guys think, I know a lot of people want to hear more uh, they really like it when Weege comes on the show. So do you think that it would be cool for him to call in um, kind of more on a regular basis if he can, not necessarily every week, but maybe like once a month or something? A la JT, only less often? Yeah. Anyone? 
Only if he's going to... Bears? Only if he's going to talk backyard wrestling stories. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still waiting for them to release those uh, tapes. I don't know if it'll ever happen or not, but they were absolutely priceless. I would love to see them. Just love it. Rambone? I think you're kind of running into the podcast conflict again, though, aren't you? I I mean, we just... Is on the podcast every week with Steve. I mean, it's. I mean, don't get it wrong. I think Weed is awesome. I mean, I've met him in person. He's a great guy, and I think he's a great guest. But you know, you're kind of running into the same thing you're running into with the podcast. Now, JT's the same way. He's on most of those uh, wrap up podcasts as well. That's true. I don't think anyone's ever. Well, I don't read the forums while I'm on the show, or I guess at all. But does anyone complain about JT being on the show? No, not, that not that I know of. Okay. So, but you're you're asking you're asking a biased crowd, though. Well, I mean, we all love JT and Ping and Weech and you know the show and the podcast. So it's kind of like a we can't give you an unbiased opinion on that. I'm literally wearing a JT money shirt right now. Um, right. I'm <laughs> off the Weech thing. Um, my, my JT you know, helmet is always a big helmet. He has to me. Weech hasn't been on this Pulp Mech show that much, really. No. Um, if you think back on it. And so, yeah, I definitely think we could use a little more Weech. I don't think you never have too much Weech. Um, it's a different perspective, and I know that he's a really busy guy. So we're probably not going to get him. Like, Steve's going to be lucky to get him on the show, like, on occasion. Like, I'm surprised he even pulls off the podcast show. Probably just because he works for Racer X, he has to do it. So, um yeah, definitely a little bit more wouldn't hurt. Anyone yeah. else? I was just well, saying, I, I, just, I sleep I next to my JT helmet, so. You sleep next to it. That's <laughs> wonderful. That's how much I love the guy. You would, Jared. You would. All right. All right, Hales, what's up? Um, do you guys think that the show should split from the website? I mean, they're kind of two separate things. So do you guys think that they're still kind of combined, or do you think that they should kind of separate? Uh, elaborate. What do you mean? Yeah, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> well, I know that when people go on, you know, the the chat and the live feed is all coming off of the pulpmx.com, which also has a whole bunch of just weekly features, news that comes out. Mm, so do you yeah, think there should be a website specifically for the show? <laughs> <laughs> While you're on Pulp Mex, looking at the Pulp Mex show, definitely check out Just Short. Observations are shortcomings. Oh, all great dear. articles to hear. Oh, dear. And shout out to Swiss Corner as well. <laughs> is it that hard for people to find the show itself, like to, to listen to it? No, I don't think it's hard for them. But I feel corner. like I think I know I've heard some people say that there should just be like pulpmx.com or something like that, where you just type in that and then it takes you straight to the to the radio show or pulpmxshow.com. <laughs> yeah, or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, why not just put a different banner up? Click here to listen to the show. <laughs> how hard is that, that, it? I don't that, get that's it. That's how it is now. You just click on it and uh takes you on over. I agree with you guys, but I'm just saying what I've heard. Okay, who, who asked you that hey, question? Hey, the voice of the people. Another horrible hey, question. Hey, were these people special? <laughs> because it's not hard to find the link on the website. Like, I mean, it's really easy. No, I know. I know. I have no trouble with it, but maybe maybe they have a little more difficulty. I don't know. Oh. Well, Steve would probably know, like, how many people actually listen live via their phone, via, like, a PC or a Mac, or, like, who downloads it, I guess. So, I mean, that's on him. Yeah. I do know that the uh, there's a far greater number of people who listen via either Stitcher or through iTunes as opposed to live. Well, know, a lot of those people numbers. are probably double if you think about it. Like, I mean, I a lot of times I listen to live, and then I was obviously download it. So don't let the sponsors double, say double that. dipping there. So then, is is it a, a a bigger difference? Like, is it a really big difference, or is it just kind of about the same amount listening both on iTunes and live? Uh, I I couldn't tell you that. I know that I I thought at one time it was about double. There was about double as many people listening uh, to the archive through one medium or another. If I may on that, go ahead. I know I know. Speaking for myself, 
sometimes it's a necessity because being on the East Coast, the show starts at 9 o'clock here yep. at night. Yep. And when it's running at, you know, 12, 1 in the morning and you got to get up at 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning, it's kind of hard to catch. So there is some times that I do have to grab the archive in order to hear the show. Nothing wrong with that. And on that point, do you guys like the time that it runs? I know that, it, you know, most shows run three, four hours. So is, does it start at a good time? Yeah, they're going to make it all right, all right, all right. Bears. <laughs> I, I think it's okay, and I'm with Rambo on that. Like, if it's, I know it's going to run late, and I've got to get up early in the morning. I get up at, like, you know, like 6 or whatever for, for work. I'll just catch the archive the next day. I mean, I don't have a problem downloading it. I don't have a problem with the time that it runs, you know. I mean, it just depends if I want to wake up that early in the morning, you know. Like, I mean, I don't even care. Either way, I'm going to listen to it, so. Rambo? I'm the same way. I'm going to listen to it no matter what. It would be cool from an East Coast perspective to have it start an hour earlier, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to listen to it no matter what. Milkman? Yeah, I mean, by the time I leave work and get home and kiss the kids and kick a ball or whatever. I mean, it starts at 6 West Coast time, which, I mean, I need that to even try and catch a live. Um, but, I mean, I understand the East Coast problem, but that's why I don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect, man. What do you think, Hales? Um, I don't know. Like, it, I like it at that time, and being a college student, I'm up anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But... I sometimes, like, at the end of the show, it's kind of getting to the point to where I'm not comprehending because it's so late. So I, I wouldn't, like like Rambo said, I wouldn't mind if it was an hour earlier, but I'm not going to complain because I can always go back and listen to archives. On, uh, I know that when we are give, doing our giveaways, we usually try and do them at the beginning of the show so that more people that are on the East Coast will at least have a chance. Because that's usually when most of them are listening is at the beginning. So we do try and cater somewhat to the East Coast people. And, you know, it's hard for us to go and to start the show earlier in the day. I know that Kent, you know, with his team manager deal and me and my deal, it would be a lot harder for us to start the show an hour earlier than we do already. I didn't prepare any questions, but you just broached the subject of giveaways. (laughs) <laughs> they could not be less organized. It's amazing. Like, at this point, I guess you just carry on the joke. But, like, there's a better way. Just plan ahead slightly. Like, obviously, the email-in ones go 100% better, or maybe, like, somebody posts a tweet, something, because the call-in ones always go horribly. That's what makes it great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think when I won JT's helmet, I think I was, like, the 20th person to email in, and I was the only one that got it right. I mean... Yeah, that's what I said. Email in; those ones go great. But the call, the call-in ones, like you know, hey, call in, and uh, maybe we'll ask a question, or maybe you just win. You, you like, know, <laughs> there are times where we'll go, and it will literally be five minutes before the show, and we're like, okay, we got stuff to give away. What do you want to do? And it's like, okay, well, let's take you know this caller or something like that, and whatever. But when we try and do the the trivia ones, even when we plan ahead, it's still never seems to go well. So I, I don't know that that's a fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants type deal because it never seems to go much differently right. regardless of how far ahead of time we plan. I will, I will the nature solve of the beast. this problem for you guys, and I will just bill Steve, and then we'll just move on. Bill Steve? Yeah, Bill. Bill him for my ideas. Oh, uh, right. okay. okay. <laughs> um, to... I don't know how many of you guys besides Jared actually go on the chat room, uh, but for those of you who do, do you think it's, it's a good idea to have that chat room? It's a bad idea? Do you think it helps with the show at all? Bears? You're actually um, on there. I, I like to chat. I think it's good. Um, I don't think there should be anonymous people. I think everyone should have to register as a username. Um, but that's just me I personally. I like the chat though. Rambone. I think the only thing bad about it is Kenny reading it the whole time because he just fires <laughs> him up. <laughs> yeah, it does. He just sits. Of course, there. again, he, that's entertainment. So he, yeah, he he's glued to it the entire time. 
and he's just reading every single, pretty much every single comment, and yeah, it gets him worked up, and sometimes it's good, but sometimes he gets worked up, and then he gets actually upset, and then he doesn't want to talk anymore. He just wants to finish the show and, and go home, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword. But I agree with you, Jared, about the uh, not having anonymous people logging in, because uh, yeah. I, I don't know for sure, but if it's like anywhere else in the world, those are probably the people that are more vicious than the registered users. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Oh, usually it's just people yeah. just talking out of their asses who have no idea of what they're talking about. They're just being retarded, pretty much. Yeah. Kind of like the race It's all the vital guys. Yeah, it's all the vital guys. Or like, yeah, like the race X comments, just the worst of the worst. Milkman, you got uh, any... Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't have time for chat rooms or uh, <laughs> comments or vital MX, Unfortunately, or fortunately, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, well, for me at least, I like it, but I do agree uh, it shouldn't be anonymous users, especially when they come on and then they spam the whole thing on Jared's one day to prove himself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, so I, I don't think know. I, just, I think we should keep it around, but um, maybe are, put it on a different server or something. I don't know. Are there people who <laughs> don't want it around anymore? Well, I'm just asking you guys. I don't know. I'm pulling questions <laughs> on my ass now. <laughs> you're, all, you're all done with the scripted portion. Yeah. All right. I'm not in the I'm not in the chat room, but is Greg Greg McCurry's like or McCurry? The guy that loves the voicemails, does he like monitor the chat room? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Does he like, like the IT people guy. out out of curiosity? Yeah, yeah he, all he the time. People out. All right. I actually get. But can calls you log right back in with a different username if you want to? Uh, yeah, but he memorizes he, he, he CPU can... addresses, so some people he just kicks them out automatically. Their IP and addresses. And just bans them permanently. Yeah, I actually get calls on, you know probably once a month of people calling and asking if they if I can talk to Greg about getting them unbanned from, from the from the chat. Seriously, that's awesome. Yep. I mean, honestly, if Greg bans you from the chat, then you've done something, you know, pretty serious. I mean, Greg lets a lot lot a lot fly, you know, like, but if, if he bans you, then you've done something. What's next? Scoop? I'm all out. You're all out? You guys wore me out. Does anyone have anything that they would like to, you know, chime in about anything that's on their mind? Uh, I'm worried about something. What's that? Uh, bears. You're in Canada, right? You guys have free health care? Free health care? <laughs> does, does that come oh, free no. after I paid all the taxes or what? Hey, whoa, whoa, no, no. I'm just worried about your cough. You really should get it looked at because I'm worried about your health. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're hacking it up this whole time. Okay. Uh, I, I, I apologize. I work in a dusty warehouse, breathing in dust balls all day long. I do like I do like how you say house. house. Yeah, I was going to say, Jared, did you just say house? Sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, Steve wrote something down. If there was one thing that you could change about the show. We already covered this. No. Do it again. Go. <laughs> Bears. Do it again. Do it again. I would I would have Cole Seeley as a guest every show. <laughs> oh gosh, you're worse than I am. Hey, nah, I'm not going to go there. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Bears. No, I just said that I would have Cole Seeley as a guest every show. Okay, it'd, Cole Seeley is a good guy, but he's like maybe a five on a one to ten scale. Like, yeah, I, I'm right there <laughs> with you. No way, no he's, way. Cole Cole Seeley is number one in my heart. That may be true, but he's not a great interview. No. Yeah. Sorry, bro. You guys are. I don't have okay. any good okay. constructive criticism. I like how, just like Bear said at the beginning of the show, when we already answered this question, the show like it's different every time, which is great. Like sometimes, you know, it's, it's it has the same basic structure, but everyone's different depending on the guests. Like you can go on these huge tangents, which are hilarious. Um, and that's what I like about it. It's not, it's not too structured. Like it's not the exact same show every week. So uh, I, I just like it the way it is. To be honest. All right. Is there who's one guest that either we haven't had on recently or we've never had on 
other than Carmichael or Dungey, because obviously those are a given, <laughs> who would you guys like to see on um, okay. Rambone? You start. Uh, give me a second. Let me think about it. Just go to the next. Go to Corey. Milkman. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the end Go to the Bears. Bears, other than Cole Seeley? Um, David Pingree. I love David Pingree. He's always got a story he's to tell. All he's the time. a funny guy. Let's try again. Yeah, he's on all the time. Is he? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, um... Okay, while you're thinking... Terry Hart. Terry right, Hart. I'll go. No, I'll... Go ahead. I'll go. He's um, on all the time. No, he's, Kerry's he's only on, been on a couple of times. He's a regular guy, though. Like, Pingy's somebody who on. has not been on. I think uh, I think it was Rambo earlier. I, I don't know. I lost track here, but um, like not writers per se, but different people in the industry. Like I think they're they're always kind of they're not always, but they're usually a different perspective. It's something new. That's a cool idea. Like uh, Larry Brooks was a great guy, and I'm not just saying that because he's <laughs> team manager. But I'm just saying like team managers in general or gear guys or like uh, I think that's uh, I think that's a good like outlet because I mean we end up the writers do get a little bit repetitive um, yeah. you know just because he's friends with a lot of the same guys and I, I like hearing from him like it's not like it's every week it's the same guy by any means but um, you know at some point because the show's been going for a while now over 100 shows um, you gotta mix it up a little bit and find new people to bring on Scoops what do you think? Uh, I agree uh, with with what Moser just said. I think that uh, if you brought in some other guys that weren't necessarily writers, but, you know, like other guys, like the guy from FMF, I can't ever remember his name. But he's Donnie always... Donnie Elmer Little B? Little B? Yeah. Little yeah. Donnie? fan you are. <laughs> I think he's always kind of a fun guy to talk to, and then the fact that he gives out stuff at the end, I mean, obviously not everybody's going to do that. But I think it's... Um, it's a different perspective to get. So if they could get even just like the guys who run goggles at the races or uh, truck drivers or anything, just get, you know, as many perspectives as you can. All right. Rambone, you got a, someone you want to chime in on? Yeah, I thought about actually two. Um, I know Steve's done podcasts with him, but it'd be kind of cool to have him on the show if he hasn't already. Roger DeCoster. I, 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 yep. I think he would be a great guest, and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how energetic he would be about it, but I think, you know, I mean, come on. He's got the label of the man. Yep. Um, and Goose, I think he would be a good guest, too. Mm-hmm. Has Fro ever been on the show? <laughs> yeah, yes. Jeff's been on a few times. Yeah, he has. Has he been on recently? Um... Is- the last couple months, I would guess. I don't remember yeah. for sure, but um, I always think he's fun to talk to, so that'd be good. Mm-hmm. I always think Mitch Payton's a good guest too. I always like his insight and what he has to say. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, I would like uh, either Osterman or uh, Justin Bogle. I think one of the two of them. I don't know that we've ever oh really my God. had either no. of them on there. Bogle, you cannot understand him. Like he's a great guy, but I'm sorry. Oh, I can't barely hear him. Little, or we could just turn his mic up. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to have him in studio. I think that would solve your problem with him. I think uh, more mechanics. Like, uh, Berluti's great in studio. Um, Kyle Bentley was great in studio. Yep. Um, yeah, Kyle Bentley was real good. more mechanics. Like you said, Goose would be good. Yeah, because then Steve can relate to him, too. <laughs> yeah, relate. <laughs> I change graphics and... I follow Tim Ferry around. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of the like the graphics contests and the long term contests that go on through the show? Oh, can I speak on this one? Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were the first loser, Rambo. And being a former contest winner, yeah. loser. Well, we, we, no, we I wasn't winner. I was winner one of three losers. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that contest went very smooth. But for whatever reason, starting with the T-shirt contest, which was the next one to follow, it seems like every single one of them after that's been a major cluster. I don't know why. 
don't know what the reasoning is, but there's a lot of pissing contests going on behind the scenes. Not from Steve or Kenny or anybody like that, but just from the contestants, it seems it's like, wow. I mean, Steve's even said it on Twitter. It's like, I'm never doing another freaking contest again because, it, you know, I don't know what, what it is. I don't know if it's the structure of the contest or what, but it seems like they've been a real cluster sometimes. It, it's because people have different tastes in different things, especially when it comes to art and stuff like that. So I know that the graphics, or not the graphics, the, uh, the T-shirt one, I still, like, we have a picture of the winner, and I think it's great. I love it. But other people are like, that's yeah. not a T-shirt. You wouldn't do that. And I guess we never did make it into a T-shirt, so they may be right. But I still stick by that one being great. But as far as it actual being a T-shirt design, mm, maybe not so much. But we, we liked it the best. So maybe we just need to be a little bit more specific on exactly what we are looking for. Maybe um, you could take that as a night, you know, as a thought and structure the contest to where it's not so much of a. I don't know, an art opinion or, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how to structure it different, but it just seems like there's a lot of pissing contests going on. I think that... Uh, it's, not a, it's not a race, so, I mean, I don't know. With that sort of thing, you're always going to have people that are bitching about it. Yeah. Well, you can never please everybody, but, you know, I... Uh, I think the graphic I contest, I think that was probably the coolest one yet because they're actually going to be made into graphics. Um the downside to the contest, I feel like, are people that have a background or that are employed in, like, graphic design industries are obviously going to, in my opinion, win um, just because they have the resources available. Like, everyone always says, we well, can do it with crayons or Adobe Photoshop or whatever you want. The dude with crayons is not going to win. Like, let's be honest here. Like, that <laughs> sounds great, but the dude with crayons is not going to win the graphic contest or the T-shirt contest. So, like... You killed my I mean, I don't know. I don't have a suggestion like how to make it better, but like, obviously, those people have a one up on everybody. Like, a, a, like a huge one up. Like a one fifty on a one twenty five starting line one up. Fair enough. Um, what do you guys think about a pulp MX gathering at one of the Supercross races? Absolutely. Oh, sorry, spoke out of Well, go ahead. Or is that it? All right. That was short. No, I just you yeah. got my vote. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I'm 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 at Seattle Supercross every year. You can probably find me. Milky makes his own uh, gathering. She doesn't need a pulp and make sure. At the nearest bar. <laughs> the nearest bar. Yeah, no, it'd be fun. I don't know why not. Um I mean honestly I've met a lot of people that I'm friends with now through Twitter that are all basically related to the Pulp Mech show in some way, one one facet or another racing. So, um, yeah, what I mean, we're, we're bench racing right now. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Would you guys like That's to awesome. see more uh, freestyle riders on the show, or do you care about that at all? I don't even no. follow freestyle, so I have no idea. I just know that there's some, you know, like Twitch or, uh, you know, Robbie Madison, you know, they seem to be characters on the Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, and they could be a good interview, but I don't know that either of them have ever been on or, you know, whatever. Just a thought. Yeah, well, you had Nate, Nate Adams was on, right? Yes. And he was pretty good. Like, he's well-spoken, and he had a lot of good insight into the sport, but, like, I feel like that sport's kind of reached, like, uh, a crossroads or something. Um, I don't know much about the other guys. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's you. There's. Uh, I don't know. I don't really follow freestyle too much. Like, if it if it was on or whatever, like TV, I'd watch it. But I'm not gonna say I'm like the hugest fan. I could probably name like maybe four freestyle guys. That's about it. So, Rambo. Um, if they were past racers, I think it'd be cool to have them on to talk about their racing career. But I mean, what are they gonna talk about? Yeah, I did this cool backflip. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'd be, you know, like I said, if they were past racers and they wanted to come on and talk about that, or, you know, that would be okay. But as far as just having a, you know, a freestyler on, I, I don't know how that'd be relevant to the show. Speaking of people being on the show, you know who else I'd like to have on is Blake Wharton. I can't remember the last time he's ever yeah. been on. But he's he's another well-spoken guy. Well, yeah, I think the show just needs to have guests that just, like, are really fun to talk to and 
have good personalities for interviews. I think those are the that's best super, guys to have on the show. That's really that's really hard to judge though. Like uh, Brock Tiggle a year ago, I was the biggest critic of like his just public speaking. And oh, come on. He's like, well, well, I'm just saying, like, and I was, I even told Swisscore, who's his biggest fan, swinging from his nuts, but uh, I was like, dude, you, you got to get your your boy, like, some public speaking classes. But he's turned 180. I don't know if he's more comfortable or what, but um, he's pretty well spoken now, and he seems way more comfortable, and uh, he's come a long way. So I'm just, my yeah. point is that it's hard to judge. Like, Bernard, I would have thought would have been a great interview. And I don't know if he was having an off night or whatever, but uh, there's just no mojo there. Yeah. Is that Long it? pause. Is that it? Yep. Great. So this is where you go, bears. Bears. <laughs> bears. 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 All right. Bears. No, in, no inside or what, bears? Um, uh, no, not really. Like, you know, I mean... I think I think the the burner interview. I was I don't know. I've heard him speak on other radio shows, and I don't know. I was just kind of disappointed. Maybe he was having an off night, you know, like like you guys are saying. I don't know. All right, little uh, roundtable closing thoughts. Anyone? Uh, we'll start with Rambo. You got anything else you want to say? Not off the top of my head. I mean, I I. I'm glad to see the show's continuing and Steve's successful at it, and I, mm-hmm. I hope it stays around for quite a long time. Okay, here's here's a question. Sorry, I'm interrupting our whole deal, but if Kent, and this is a very small if, if Kent, you were just to, read, you just read my mind. I was just gonna say, I if, 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 if Kent were to not come back next year, who would you want to have be the new co-host? <laughs> Can it be from anywhere? Because obviously we're thinking just in Vegas now. Um, yeah, I don't well, think that'll work because if, if you're not in studio, you don't have the same dynamic. Yeah, exactly. We, we, so, we I mean, you'd have to Paul, find somebody yes. in but, Vegas. Uh, assuming that the budget was there and that they could find someone who was actually willing to do this and they would either be already in the state or fly in each week or something crazy like that, just theoretically, who would you like to have? Bears. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, either Jason Thomas or David Pengry. Damn it. Bang. That was my answer. <laughs> Rainbone. Um, I really like Pengry. I think he's hilarious. But if not, I'm having a massive brain fart. Now, what's Kenny's manager's name that filled in for him? Um, Bentley? Or Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Bentley. Bentley? Yeah. Kyle Bentley? No, 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 no. Yeah. Kent's manager on H and H team. Manager? You mean team owner, Terry Hart? No, 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 no. Gigi? He works. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Jesus Christ! You're not talking about Berludi. Berludi's just one of the mechanics. Who? Yeah, Berludi. 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 There you go. Berludi. Yeah. Berludi's just. He was an excellent fill-in that one time for Kenny. I thought he did a great job. Berludi does a great job. This is true. Hales, you in um, line with everyone else? No, I mean I'll go with Ping for first choice because I, I mean Ping's great. But um, if it was all systems go on anybody, I'd say either Ping or Matt or uh, Weege. Weege is who I was thinking actually. I think it'd yeah. be great. Do you think Weege would do it? Well, that, that's not the that's not the question. The question was if you had your choice and they were willing. It's theoretical. Well, it has, it has to be a viable candidate. <laughs> Come on. No, no. What about Andrew Short? Is Andrew point, Short available? <laughs> oh, here we go. Josh Hanson. Hey, who's got the windy phone? Thank you. Bears still there. Bears, are you alive? I'm alive. All right, good. Uh, yeah, I think we hit it. Berluti's good in the studio. Ping and JT are always great. Um, so, Peter, you're there. Do you think... Kent would really leave? Is he moving to San Diego? No, I said it was a very small if. He's uh, I, right. as far as far as I'm okay. aware, he's he'll be back next year. But I don't I don't text him on a daily occasion, so I could be wrong. 
Yeah, and there, he's always going around saying that he might not be here next he, year. Yeah, I and think blah, he blah, likes blah. to stir it up. Yeah. yeah, but he says that he says that every year. This is true. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's all a bargaining. Yeah, but to now, get more money. now he's got a kid that's in San Diego, and I also heard that the race team might be leaving Vegas. Any truth to that, uh, Peter? Uh, that's my understanding. Something Which is your understanding that it's staying in Vegas or leaving no, Vegas? No, th- that it will uh, be leaving Vegas. At least as far as like the testing and stuff like that goes, I think that yeah. from what I have heard, the main shop will still be here. Kent will still be based out of Vegas. I guess it's all subject because to Brock, change. Oh, because um, Brock Tickle's based in Southern California. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I thought it was more of the Carmichael thing, but you know what do I know? Anyway, yeah, wait well, for the press Carmichael, release. Isn't Carmichael in Florida? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Hey, Bears, have you ever met Ken in person? I have not. He's not allowed to come to Toronto, apparently. Milky uh, has. What about you, Scoop? Kent, Kent is a super nice guy unless you offer him fellatio in front of an <laughs> important sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you just dug your own grave. Not so much. Yep. So anyway, um, well, man, we should end on that note. That was great. Good times. <laughs> Anything else, or is that uh, closing, should we, should, should we call, it, call it an evening? Closing statements. Hales. You start. You close start. It, to do. Close it off. Do it to it. All right. Well. Um, I don't know. I think the show's been doing pretty good. I think that um, changes come as the the two guys, Kent and Mathis, see fit. I think it's fine for all of us who listen. Um, like we said, I mean, we pointed out a couple things that might make it better, but I think overall everybody's pretty pleased with it. Um, and I just hope that maybe Mathis will want to hire me to come in studio once I graduate. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Good times. Rambone, what do you got? I I thought I wrapped it up once. All right, fine. That's good enough. Milkman, what do you got? <laughs> Peter, don't think I didn't notice you started calling Rambo Rambone, and I love it. Uh, I'm glad you picked that uh, one up. I can't. I mean, I don't have much thoughts. I'm curious though, Peter. Do you think this went better or worse than the first roundtable podcast? I think we're the only two people that came back for a second time. This is true. Um, I. I guess I actually thought the first one went pretty well until I actually listened to it, and then I had a completely different uh, opinion on that. So well, time will tell. Since I think you dropped I about five hundred out of this one. What's Sorry, that? Go ahead and say that again, Rambo. I cut you off. I, I said, Tiff, I think you dropped about five hundred uhs out of this one. So I think I thought you flowed pretty good. I don't know if you you know slammed a Red Bull before you started, but <laughs> compared to the last one, I think you flowed a little better. Well, thank you. This is this this is the sound of a nice cold Red Bull being right. cracked open. Uh, yes, yeah, I think it went pretty pretty much the same as the first one. I, I think we talked over each other a lot, which which we'll see who uh, who won the talk over contest. But uh, thanks for having me back. I heart you, Andrew Short. That's all. All right. Well, unless anything has anybody else bears. has anything to say. Bears. Oh, bears. bears. Sorry. Bears. Oh, and you know what, Tits? I was going to give you props, but you forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's the like show's the good. And, uh, I think, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything about the show. It's awesome. Like, you guys do a great job. Um, all the guests are really good. All the columns are usually pretty funny. So, you know, just more cool Feely and uh, what can, you know, <laughs> all I can ask for. All right. Is that it? I've got, I got one yeah. more closing thought. Um, some of my favorite moments of all the shows are like when it's winding down, like right now, like you're just saying, you're, you're like, you're about ready to go to be like the show's over. And then like, you'll get a random call in that turns into a story that turns it like some of those are my favorite. Like those have me laughing the hardest sometimes. Like when you think the show's over and then it goes on like this random tangent and it goes 10 more minutes. Like uh, some of those are my favorite parts. I totally agree. Yep, totally agree. Noted. All right. All right. Well, thank you, uh, everyone, for coming on. Hales, Rambone, Bears, Milkman. We uh, appreciate it, and maybe there will be a part three. So thanks for coming nope. out. You can go, you're going-